The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. Uh, Are you good at blackjack? No. I'm all in all the time. For the guy who says... What do you mean you're all in? That's not I get how bored. No one, I get bored. I get very bored. You don't know what Blackjack is. What do you mean you're right. all in? Also, I'll tell you what. I'll bet you the next three people I ask, two of them will say that it looks like Sugar Ray. How much? $100? $200? $1,000? Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. Let's not just say getting bored. You're famously 10 in the math guy. That's so counting cards. No, just counting in general. Like an eight and a yeah. six pops up and he's going, what is that, 17? Yeah. <laughs> Hit me. Sir, you have 21. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a no. Yeah, the table usually gets mad at me. <laughs> That's why you play roulette. I mean, when they pick up their chips after the third game, they go, I'm out of here. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it. She's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever. She's too excited. Her man look like he wanna fight. He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth. Talk about it. We all about it. They making plans. We sit and count. Our chairs stacked just like a mountain. You heard about it. She running her mouth. She wants to I have decided. I'm cool as ever. She's too excited. Her man look like he wanna fight. He ain't doing nothing but Co-opt. Wait, what, what are we co-opting? O-C-O-C-O-O-P-T. Yeah, Not like a me. co-op, like an outpost. Not like that. Today is Valentine's Day. I don't really care about Valentine's Day. Yeah, you kind of do. I kind of don't. If you don't get something, you kind of do. Barry already gave you the gift. Yeah, I got my Valentine this morning. You're saying that if I hadn't gotten one, I would have used it as an excuse to get angry. You probably would have shelved it for a while. But then brought it out later on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we know the game. (laughs) These are such healthy relationships that we're talking about here. I don't know. I got a nice Valentine. Got some flowers. Uh, My husband got the girls something for Valentine's Day as well. Funny story, though. They don't get to celebrate Valentine's Day today. Our six-year-old and our four-year-old. Because in addition to being Valentine's Day, Gabe, it is Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> so I guess they thought those two things couldn't coexist. Like one was too secular, and the other was not. like, what is that? Like, can't. Well, do- I mean, Ash Wednesday is a pretty. Well, it's a pretty die. somber, heavy. That's true. Yeah. You know, so yeah, especially if if you're you know at a Catholic school, you just kind of separate those two and. All right, you know, you have to learn. You, you teach them about Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, that whole meaning, and then, yeah, you can have your little parties tomorrow. So I think we should co-op it for Jordan Love. Opt. Opt. Co-opt, as opposed to co-op, like I said, the, the grocery store that you buy into. Um, Is it like a coup? Is a co-opt like a coup? 
Where are we going? You have no idea what world history is, do you? I'm just wondering. Who are if you going to overthrow here? You know when they killed Caesar? Yes. It really wasn't. A Should coup. I be nervous? It was I'm more just... of a co-op. I'm wondering. They wanted a co-op. I'm wondering how hostile I have to be of the to Roman co-opt Valentine's Day for Jordan Love. That's what I'm trying to figure out. A, a coup would be you're just completely overtaking the holiday for Jordan that's, Love. Well, that's what I'm asking. Do I need to go to that level, or are we okay with the co-op? I think your I think your coup would fall short. You don't think that other people out there would also choose to celebrate Jordan Love I instead think, of Well people would. But you know, I don't know it, if it'd be like it'd be like the amount of people who watch the PGA tour versus the Super Bowl. I, like I, you're you're I'm getting going, run out of town. I'm going to see Beatles Love tomorrow night. Ooh. Where? Is that? In oh Vegas, Vegas yes. Yeah. Is that for Valentine's Day? I guess. <laughs> there I you can go. Stack it. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. How are you handling Valentine's Day, big guy? I already did. What'd you do? A card and uh, Oreo cookies in the shape of a heart. <laughs> they sell Oreos in the shape of a heart. Yeah. Wait. So you bought a a, Ore- a box with yeah. Oreo? How did I not know this existed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Dario. If you're listening, pal. You <laughs> Why got, are you back you on got Oreos until or nine no? o'clock? Oh to go yeah. Scramble. Okay. Oreos and I, we're in it for the long haul. <laughs> This is a uh, probably the longest relationship I've ever been in, actually. Me and Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> so we should celebrate Valentine's Day is, I think, what we're getting at. Are you out on Valentine's Day, Joshy? Yeah, it's just a it's a don't screw it up holiday. What does that mean? Uh, you go through the motions. You do the things you need to. You go get a card and Oreo-shaped heart, heart-shaped <laughs> Oreos, and you clean your hands of it and say, I did my job. Yeah, but I'm already locked in. Yeah, you're I, not locked in yet, so you have to go bigger than what I went. Uh, yeah, am I, I right? I do think so. I also think if the, you're dating, you have to get a bigger married. gift oh. versus when you're married. Well, let me you ask don't you another question: Does time of day also factor into size of gift? So, like, Chew, you you're good. You handled it. Yeah. You it, it indicates that you put thought into it ahead of time. You were not taken by surprise that Valentine's Day was here. But if Joshy waits until noon. To deliver his Valentine, does it need to be bigger than whatever the standard is? Because now the perception is you forgot. Tell you what, if I wake up my girlfriend at four in the morning to hand her her Valentine's Day <laughs> gift, she's going to throw it in my face and tell me to leave her alone. It's going to go worse. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's it's, it's going to be bad. So, so I'm delivering it when I'll see her again in the afternoon. But it just seems like everyone, when it comes to Valentine's Day, almost tries to seek out a reason not to spend money on one another. And they're like, well, we got this going on. For instance, Gabe. Bought a house. Yeah. So, yeah, but is this another holiday where men get screwed? Do we get screwed on other holidays? I, Mother's Day. I thought the goal was to get Father's Day. <laughs> I thought that's why Father's you did the Father's Day Oreo is part. nowhere near as big as Mother's Day. Can we all agree on that? Yeah, that being said, the moms also have, you know... The wombs? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I didn't they, know if that's what you were going to do. Well, no, they're putting in a little bit more... I mean... More you, time? You need both in order for it to happen, but then one is doing more work for roughly nine months. So, so if you get a bigger gift, should you expect a little more in return? Wink, wink. <laughs> Not if you're married. This is where you get screwed. <laughs> yeah. This is the screwing part we're talking about. Wait, let me ask you a question. Does that suffice as a Valentine's Day gift? What, banging? Yeah. No. What 
do you mean no? This is we're getting this is getting dangerous. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because we're dangerously close to getting into specifics. You were talking about how you don't want to spend money. No, tell I what, I'll tell you what's free, mostly. <laughs> Mostly free. Can be. Can be. Can also be a very expensive <laughs> thing. Say, Las Vegas was just a very prominent place. Not even that, but, you know, if you leave with a souvenir, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gets real pricey. Expensive. Real fast. You know, what is penicillin going for these days? <laughs> okay, now it's getting too far. We found the line. Yeah, we found the line. Where Chewy's uncomfortable. I think um, that's that's where you reset the list yeah. of jokes. I'm just Start. trying to find the damn Viagra in the house. <laughs> <laughs> she changed the code to the safe on me. Uh, 89.89 doesn't work anymore. Sorry, sorry pal. I guess it's going to be a lonely Valentine's Day yeah. for you. Did you try 98.98? Did you try... One, two, three, four pound? <laughs> How many times can you try a code before it locks you out? Three. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm it's out. a safe. Hey, speaking of safes, guys, I'm at the gym yesterday. They changed all the locks on all the lockers. So, you know, once you get used to the way that the lockers work at your gym, right? And these were the touch, boop. Now they're to the combo. Oh, why'd they do that? They went out backwards. As I say, they went backwards. They went backwards yeah. in technology? Yeah. Crazy, right? The, there is a thing here, and this is a problem that I see with a lot of people's houses, is everybody's gone to like, electronic and Wi-Fi connected stuff, guess what? When you don't have power, and if you don't have a key, you ain't getting in your house. So it is more functional for people because there's less electrical and technical errors that can happen. But the code seems like they basic. I mean, that's what I had in high school, and I'm sure most of you did. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a key? Well, you got a brand new house. I guarantee you have a key. Yeah. Well, but do you so, carry but, a key to your house? Um, I carry one. So we, when we moved in a couple of, or when we closed on the house, first thing we did was replace the locks and I got those, I got one with the keypad, but mm-hmm. it does have, yeah. you know, it's four, you know, triple or double A batteries in the back yeah. of that thing. So I've got a key. To override in case. Just in case, you know, in, down, yeah. in case that thing dies, then I can still get in and change the battery and whatnot. Because so most I'll people access the their key. house with the garage at this point. And to your point, Joshi, if the garage door... If the electric is out, if there's a power mm-hmm. outage, that garage door isn't from the outside. Now, from the inside, you can pop that little, that little red cord. Lever. And it will, yeah. Is it a lever? Yeah. It's like a. Oh, oh yeah. The cord, cord is attached yeah. to a lever. Yeah. And then that breaks it that'll, then you can open it up. But if you're on the outside, not so much. I got a key. It's in my purse, buried. I haven't used it in a long time. But if I ever needed it, it's there. What, what, what about just your what, key ring? Why wouldn't you put the key on your key chain? It's an excellent question, Gabe. We don't have time to go into that. I don't know what the answer is, so I'd have to kind of excavate and what figure out. The, I don't know. You're the one who's responsible for your key ring. Do you have, I have an air tag on my keys, too, just in case. I do not. But that's not going to do you any good if you don't put the keys on the key ring. Yeah, but I know where the key is in my purse. Do you? Yes. Do you? If we were to start a time right right now, how long would it take you? Let's see the key. Yeah, let's see how long this takes. I don't know if I really have one. (laughs) Yeah, this was... Could you break break into your house? I mean, I know you bought an older house. Hey, maybe we don't share this information (laughs) on the radio, huh? My, you know the old credit card my, across my the house window. Is a fortress, Chew. Okay. Is it really? Don't, oh, that you're just saying that. <laughs> you say across the window. <laughs> what What's that? Across the window? Yeah. You it's know like the old really days. Old school. Yeah. Right old, I was, was going to say you could still do the. 
I can't find the key. Yeah, yeah. well, this is not Shut shocking it. to any of us. Yeah, this was this was kind of the point of you the know, exercise. hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you should have that key. How certain are you? It's in there. Uh, well, now not so much. <laughs> Before, very certain. Why don't you hide the key outside the house? No, somewhere? I don't do a hide a key. You guys do hide a key. No, I, let's not share this information yeah. on the radio. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, they do. They used to have. They have the fake rocks. Yeah, they're very obvious. Everyone knows what they look like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rethink the strategy here is what's happening. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where at this point. You know, everybody thought they were clever with the key under the mat, yeah, and then it became oh, yeah. well, above the door. Yeah. That was another yes. one. You put one above the ledge. Like, and then you know, all these things get used in movies and television shows, and then you're like, oh crap, I have to do something else. Then the fake rocks come out. Then everybody knows about the fake rocks, so you can't do that anymore. You just have to like constantly refresh your strategy if you're going to be doing a key outside your door situation. I'd like to put that on the poll, though. I know this is unrelated to where we started, which is pretty typical for Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. But does anybody have or use a fake rock hide a key? You don't have to tell us where it is. We won't even know if you said yes or no, but I'm curious if anybody still does that as a sort of, in case of emergency, break glass option to get into their house. Folks weighing in on our ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line regarding Valentine's Day. Uh, Ron in the key saying, the move is to leave something small before you leave for work that your spouse will see when they wake up. Yep. I think that makes sense. That's a good way to do it. You don't have to have the whole schmoopy, like, I love you so much, happy Valentine's Day part. Because that's awkward. Isn't it? <laughs> Telling your spouse that you love them. That's no. so what you're saying is I can't say any I've sign of affection <laughs> becomes awkward. I was gonna say I, I don't know if I know just, that. Feeling. Just that one, actually. <laughs> just that one sign of affection. That's, is it is this a popular day to get engaged? Oh, Ooh. good question. I would assume so. You would think. I mean, mate, probably not as popular as Christmas. Because or again, New Year's? Yeah, because right around then you're spending a lot of money on the Christmas gift anyway, and I would say that you're the folding, Valentine's... Are you folding the ring into the Christmas gift? Is that what you're a saying? A thousand percent. Really? A lot of people do that, yeah. Well, couldn't you do that for Valentine's Day as well? Well, yeah, but you already spent a lot of money on the Christmas gift, and that wasn't that long ago, so why would you you know, spend a bunch of money on the Christmas gift and then spend the kind of money you got to spend on a ring on Valentine's Day? What do you think, Joshy? I think you're good at this type of stuff. You think people are getting engaged on Valentine's Day? Yes, uh, and maybe my ch- opinion changed because thanks to Anna Bellagio here on her website, <laughs> she gave the top 10 most popular days for people to get engaged, and Valentine's Day is one. <gasps> number really? two, Number two is the Saturday before Christmas, three is Christmas Eve, four Christmas Day, five birthday, six anniversary of the day you met, seven other anniversaries, eight New Year's Eve, nine New Year's Day, and 10th, surprise, the 4th of July. Really? I guess there's. it's just when you get a lot of family together, I guess that's probably why. But also, like, I feel the two through four could all just be lumped into Christmas. Could it not? (laughs) Right. Like, that's, I feel like you're cheating and making up days there in order to get to a top ten. Yeah, that's a very nebulous time period anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, then you don't have to buy another gift. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of people do that. Yeah. Would you get married on Valentine's Day? Easy to remember. Uh, Can't get married on it. Wednesday, can you? <laughs> can you imagine, like, probably be pretty cheap. Probably get a good deal. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, these venues are empty, man. Like, you'd probably get a screaming deal if you yeah. get married on a Wednesday or a Thursday. I mean, of course, it depends upon the day that Valentine's falls on. Huh? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Lots of people weighing in on the talk and text line. Uh, Chef Ed weighing in saying guys always get the short end of the stick. Sweetest day is also a fake Valentine's Day in the fall, and she always expects a bigger gift at Christmas. Uh, let's see. 800-990-3776. Nobody actually does Sweetest Day anymore, right? Like, I think that's for kids. I've never heard of Sweetest Day until I moved here. Yeah, I think it's a Midwest thing from yeah. what I remember. And then lots of folks weighing in on our lock conversation. Mark weighing in saying, we leave a key with the neighbors. We should probably try that, guys. <laughs> like That to me feels Seems like a, a more, more secure, secure option. <laughs> what if the neighbor's not home? Well, maybe you leave it with two neighbors. You worry about your neighbors yes. using your hide-a-key? I, I mean, I guess it depends on the relationship. I wouldn't be giving a little key to any of my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. It all depends upon who's next door. <laughs> I'm not sure. I uh, Drunk people leave a key in the door, says Ryan yeah. from Aguatico. <laughs> Who amongst us hasn't done that, done that? by the way? Yeah, just yeah looking for looking the key. For, yeah. Yep. You're like open the door, huh? You've oh, <laughs> Glad my car and my house still stand. <laughs> Literally looked everywhere that they could possibly be, and finally you give up and just go to leave. Sure enough, just hanging out in the door. Uh all right, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. That's how you can get in with the show all morning long. We've got Valentine's Day, which I still think should be a celebration of Jordan love instead of a celebration of love. But it doesn't sound like I'm going to get any cooperation on that. So how about I tell you about my friends over at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. It's in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. It's one of my favorite places to spend an evening. There's a table waiting for you, 12 bars and restaurants, a winning seat at 40 table games, 3,000 slot machines. That's a big number, by the way, 3,000. You think you could play 3,000 slot machines in your lifetime? I'm certainly going to try. Plus the thrill of bingo, full-service sports betting, and more. If you're ready to spark something new, light up your senses at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. You can explore more at their website, which is PaysBig.com, PaysBig.com. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. If, if it's gotten no, to the I'm point... I don't shower. You, you, what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean you're not going to take a shower? You just told me you're offended by your own B.O. No, but I think it's deodorant, Gabe. Showering does nothing. It really doesn't. You are wrong. Because you must be showering wrong. On 94.5 ESPN. Since I'm celebrating Jordan Love Day... On this day of love. Seems like a good time to tell you that there was a new ranking that came out for the quarterbacks in the league. Jordan Love was 10th on that list. Chew instant reaction. Does 10 seem fair for Jordan Love right now? Might be a little high. Really? Going into next year, I'd have him, I don't know, 8, 9. Not, not a lot farther up the scale, but... Oh, so I mean, think, there, there's an argument for him. Yeah, you're confusing us here. So, so you're saying that seems low. I don't know. He should be eight or nine. <laughs> that, that's is that low or high? He should be higher on the list. You're ranking up to okay. one. You think he should be eight or nine? All right. I guess it just depends on like. Let's go with the guys who are kind of in his circle. Um. So like a Dak Prescott and. Right? Like, I think we all can agree. We've done this before a million times, it feels like. We all can agree on, like, the top five right now, right? Sure. We don't think that Jordan Love is there, but I think he is right on the outside looking in, right? Oh, one, two, three, uh, four, five. 
Eighty-six. Well, let me ask you this: Would you put C.J. Stroud ahead? Of- uh, that's that's where I'm at. I'm I've, like, I've got C.J. ahead of him. Why? Because uh, he was more consistent all throughout the year. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he belongs at ten. Trevor Lawrence. I, I would take him over Purdy. Okay. Where, right? where was Purdy on the list? <laughs> uh, Purdy is 18. Okay. So on this, uh, this list would also 33rd team offseason quarterback power rankings. Is that fair? What? It's like everyone wants to taint Dak because of the last playoff game where he was not very good. Yep, not but very regular crazy. season, he was one of the best. Yeah. He also had one, like, was it three more touchdown passes than Jordan Love on the entire year? Yeah. His but still team, put but it's also, of but to me, it's a body of work thing, right? Like mm-hmm. for Jordan Love, Jordan Love realistically has had he's got ten good games. He doesn't even have a full season worth of games. So that's what prevents me from going. Oh yeah, he's up there in the top five. He's knocking on the door, of being on the top five. And we consistently saw this year, by the way, Jordan's numbers being compared to Jalen Hurts' numbers, mm-hmm. and even Lamar Jackson, I believe, at some point, right? Were people comparing Jordan's numbers to Lamar Jackson? Yeah, but also like that's just arguing in bad faith and ignoring all the other things that Lamar Jackson does. Chu, if you had to guess how this list goes, what do you think it is? Well, Lamar's got to be one because he won the MVP. Mm -hmm. Or Mahomes. All right. I would go Lamar, Mahomes, uh, Dak over Josh Allen? No. No. Dak's further down. Dak is? Dak is six. Dak had a hell of a year. Yeah, he had a hell of a year. He's number six. Who's three? Josh Allen. I mean, do they put Burrow in there because he was hurt all year? No. He's See, Burrow's, Burrow's ahead of Jordan Love, though. He's number nine. Which is fair. Yeah, which is fair. Well, you you want to see what he does he coming be back. Higher. It's, it's guys like Stafford. He's higher than Jordan Love as well. Now that you could make an argument for. Can you? I think you can. I mean, who would you rather have going into the next year? Love well, or Stafford? Well, going into the next year, but who's better right now? <sighs> I'm I'm still taking like Jared Goff. Like, I'm, it's not a career. Two award. years ago, it's, no. I guess I guess it's more likely that Stafford has health issues at this point in his career than Jordan Love. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I would also be wary of oh yeah, Jordan's just going to continue to grow because we all thought the same thing with Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor took a step back. He took a little mini but step I'm back. But I'm still taking him in front of Jordan Love. Trevor right Lawrence, now, yes, uh, he is just ahead of Jordan Love on this list. Okay, but I would I would have them in the same category, kind of young guy. Like I still, I, I just want more of a body of work to know that I hundred percent can trust Jordan Herbert. Love. He's above Jordan as he's well. Number I think he's four. four on the list. I don't think he's four. What have you done for me lately? Nice. It's like typical San Diego Chargers or L.A. Chargers, right? They do nothing. Yeah. They do nothing. Herbert's still really Herbert, good. He's but what so have you good. done? And do you expect him to get better with Harbaugh now as the head coach? Oh yeah, a click. Which where's is where's Josh Allen? Number three. What so have you done? <laughs> what have you done? Can someone beat the Kansas City Chiefs, please? Can someone <laughs> beat them? Because you have more talent than them, but they outcoach you every single time. That, that's not Josh Allen's fault. It isn't. If they're being outcoached, you said they're getting outcoached. That's not on Allen. Allen's not the head coach. I mean, if you were to rank rosters, I'm not putting Kansas City. No. San Francisco, Baltimore are are definitely both ahead of them. But it's like if, if you look at Jordan Love and his expectations were very low and he far exceeded his expectations, dude, dude, uh, Herbert 
and uh, Alan, you've been treading water for the last couple of years. I'm good with I'm good with ten. I could make an argument that he could be up a couple, like you said, shit, yeah. but I feel like it feels fair right now. And again, I believe that he's going to continue to get better. And I know people talk about sophomore slumps and whatnot. And I believe that he's better than Kyler Murray, who came in at 11, yes. Geno Smith, who came in at 12, Kirk Cousins, who came in at 13, which, by the way, Minnesota's got a situation on their hands that we should get into at some point this morning with their uh, top wide receiver and... Kirk Cousins, whatever the future for him is. Jared Goff at 14, Aaron Rodgers at 15, Anthony Richardson 16, Jalen Hurts 17. That's quite a fall for him. Yeah, but you know who's kind of getting screwed in this whole deal is Baker Mayfield. He had a, he had a good year. They have him at 20. He had a good year. Like, you, 20 feels right. Like, yeah, you're, you're going <laughs> to knock Allen and Herbert, who have like undeniable talent, and just continuously like, show I, I off that taking... talent, and you're taking a guy who, oh yeah, Baker Mayfield, who won, what, nine games in I a am taking division? Baker Mayfield over Geno Smith. They're in the same ballpark. Not according to this list. Yeah, I mean, this is one person's opinion who, I mean, Geno Smith is too high. I yeah, think we can uh, all agree. Uh, yeah. And even Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, 11? That's way too high. That's, that's way too high. That's that's falling in love with yeah. some of the talent he continues mm-hmm. to show, yeah. but he's just he hasn't done it consistently. Maybe just athleticism, to yeah. be perfectly honest yeah, with you. And there's a difference right there. between athleticism and talent in the NFL. All right, we got to take a break. We've got Adam Schefter coming up. I guess we'll talk to Adam Schefter about his week in Las Vegas and what's going on in the NFL right after this. Everyone's go-to source for all NFL news. Adam Schefter teased some big breaking news. Adam, you've told us about it. What do we got? Adam's on the phone. Adam, Adam, you got more news? What do you got? They're going with another move. And he was the man who knows all, Adam Schefter. And we're going to get right to some breaking news here that just came down. This tweet from Adam Schefter. It's ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. The Bears look dead. The Vikings look dead. And so the division comes down to Detroit and Green Bay. Adam Schefter on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy is presented by Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference. Also sponsored by Island Resort and Casino. Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin's ASAP clinic is available at the Brookfield, McGuanago, and Pewaukee locations. It is faster, it is easier, it is less expensive than the ER or urgent care. You can walk in and be seen without an appointment. So if you find yourself with a sprain or a strain or a fracture or a laceration or a dislocation or something like that, See our friends at Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin's ASAP Clinic. There is a difference. They, of course, bring us Adam Schefter each and every week during the football season. Adam, how are you doing today? Hello there, Jen. Hello there, guys. What's going on today? I assume you're back in Jersey or you're back out east. Uh, You're home from Las Vegas where you were for a bit. Yep, back home. And that was a long eight, nine days out in Vegas. You know, Vegas is designed to be done probably in 48-hour shifts. When you extend it out to about eight, nine days, that's a little bit longer than I think anybody should be out there in that type of setting. It was a little wild. What was the wildest thing you saw? You know, I I didn't go to any shows. You know, I told some of these stories on my podcast this week, but we had to go to the stadium. I, you know, I, I woke up three thirty on Sunday morning for Super Bowl Sunday. We had a four thirty pickup to get to the stadium to get through security. And when you're walking through the lobby uh, of the hotel, the Paris Hotel, which is where ESPN had us at four twenty a.m., you know there are people sprawled on the floor, passed out. 
Um, people like you, you would think it's, you know, 1030 on a Friday night. The, the casino's packed. All these people are still out. It's 430 in the morning. I'm going to work here to start the day and they haven't even ended their day. And so there's a collision of days. But I, I didn't go to any shows, if that's what you're saying. I didn't go to any parties like that. I, um, I, I think maybe the strangest thing was, again, I, I never, I don't have a set formula for how and where to watch the Super Bowl. Every year is kind of, you know, my own decision. I, I, I figure out what I'm going to do. And some years I stay for the game. Some years I go back to the hotel with ESPN colleagues and watch it with them. Uh, it just depends on the circumstances. Well, this year, with my daughter working for Nickelodeon, they had a Nickelodeon booth set up there, you know, to broadcast the game from Bikini Bottom there in an, uh, in a, a booth behind the end zone. And so I went in there, and they had the curtains drawn so you couldn't see the field, and they have the return monitors. And so I'm watching the game uh, with commentary from SpongeBob and Patrick Starr uh, as the game is on Nickelodeon. And that was how I consumed Super Bowl 58 in, in a booth with Nate Burleson, Noah Eagle, who they both do an unbelievable job, and, and SpongeBob and Patrick Starr providing all the commentary as to what was happening on the field that was screened off in front of me. Adam, what grade would you give Las Vegas for that whole week of festivities, be it the game or everything leading up to it? You know, I find it to be the most inconvenient, convenient city there is. Like, no room service in your hotel. Like, so when you don't want to have to go out into the smoke and the crowds and, that are gambling, you just want to, can I just get two scrambled eggs? Delivered? No, we don't do room service. Okay, so now they, they, they don't want you in your room. They, they want you out and about. And, and I like to be in my room. So uh, we have divergent interests, me, in that city. Um, so, it, 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 you know, for me, it, it's not my top choice. They did a great job hosting. Uh, the people there were very accommodating. There's more restaurants than you could ever imagine. Uh, so there are a lot of elements that are really uh, tremendous. But, you know, like every year, as an example, I ship a few suits, UPS, to the hotel. Very simple, right? Like, and then I call the bellhop on Saturday. I pack up the box. I tape it up. I put the UPS label on. I give it to the bellhop. I tip the guy, and he ships it back to my house. Pretty simple, right? Like, you you want convenience. Well, I call the bellhop. No bellhop. We're not picking up the boxes. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, we don't do that from this hotel. You got to go to UPS. So now I got to figure out a way to go to UPS on Saturday when the city is a madhouse you know, with two boxes of suits, like, not great. I, I think Green Bay might be the exact opposite of Las Vegas, and I know we're getting a draft here in 2025 in, in Wisconsin. Is there any, I know fans here are, are always kind of holding out hope, even though they know it's a slim chance. Is there any chance that the city of Green Bay and Lambeau Field, because it is so historic and it still is standing and means so much to the league, is there any chance that they ever take a Super Bowl to Green Bay? I don't believe so. Uh, I would never rule it out, but essentially what the Super Bowl is about is about hotels and spaces like that. And so uh, they, they want weather. Um, I, I know Detroit, it was done there, but that was for a new stadium. Minnesota, same thing. So where are we hosting? What hotels are all the sponsors, the corporate sponsors who come in? 
Where are they all staying? I mean, Lodge Kohler is a beautiful two-story hotel right across the street, Adam. Like, we can't fit everybody in there? The Kohler Lodge? Yeah, Kohler Lodge, two stories. I mean, actually, it might have three. It might have a third story. I, I love the Kohler Lodge. If we could, if we could build a hundred Kohler Lodges. <laughs> Adam Schefter hanging out with Jen, Cave, and Chewy. So, Adam, one of the big stories that has come out in the last few weeks is that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles will be playing in Brazil, and of course, that got us yeah. thinking, like, hey. Who will they be playing? Could it be the Packers? I've seen some people try to handicap who they think is most likely. We were able to have their schedule, right? Because home versus away games, et cetera, et cetera. And it does seem like the Packers could be a likely opponent. If for no other reason, then the Packers are the most popular team, NFL team that is, in Brazil. Now, we were talking yesterday. Do you know why the Packers are the most popular team in Brazil, Adam? Uh, I'm thinking here. Uh, it's going to be something like they had a kicker from Brazil once or something like that. What is it? <laughs> it's actually that Brazil's colors are green and yellow. <laughs> oh. So it matches oh. with the Packers. Um, if you had to guess between the Packers and the Steelers and the Browns and the Falcons, which direction you think the league leads, leans rather? Well, I, I would say this. I don't think that the league will put a divisional game there at all uh, because those are valuable inventory for the networks so now we're down to the other four games so so in my mind those would be the most likely ones um give me give me the opponents one more time for the eagles the packers browns falcons and who else steelers steelers yep um see here's the thing i i think that they could put anybody there in Brazil, and everybody would watch. And the Eagles Packers is going to be a game that I think every network is going to watch. So, if they, I'm giving you an example, decided, hey, we want the Eagles and Falcons to play in Brazil, which would seem to be maybe the least attractive of those matchups, it still is going to be a sellout. It still is going to be a huge deal. It still is going to be an event. And so, in my mind, that's where I go to. But I don't know how the league thinks with these things. Like they, they, they sometimes have different thoughts that I wouldn't have thought of. And they may say, you know what? There could be nothing better than to put the most historic franchise there is in Brazil for the first game there ever against Philadelphia. That may be what the league decides. I don't know how they're going to approach it. But in my mind, my, my guess, just a guess without having spoken to a single person, would be the Falcons. But I'd have to check into it. Adam, we all remember Marty Schottenheimer, and the knock on Marty was he could never win the big one. Uh, he always yeah. lost early in the playoffs. Does yeah. Shanahan deserve some of that criticism as well? Well, right now he does. Right now he does, but I also would say this. Andy Reid was in the same scenario. Andy Reid lost four conference championship games in the Super Bowl and people said Andy Reid can't win the big one. And he won his first Super Bowl at 61, 61 years old. And until then, endured all those slings and arrows that you're going to talk about with Marty Schottenheimer or Kyle Shanahan. I still think Kyle Shanahan is the best play caller in the National Football League. I still think he is a elite coach. And it just hasn't worked. They've made a couple of mistakes. They've had the opportunity they haven't closed the door when they've had the chance. I still think he'll win the Super Bowl. If we're having this conversation in another 10 years, yes, we can put him in that category. But Marty and Andy 
had many more chances than Kyle's already gotten. And what Kyle's done at the age of, say, 42, I believe he is, is incredible. Going into the offseason, the next big thing for the NFL is going to be the Combine. Do you think the Combine... And, and the NFL's turned it into such an event. It's it's now a week long, and, and as the NFL Every, tends to by do. The way, by the way, but sure, let, let me again. Let me carry off here a sec. Everything with the NFL is an event. Like yes, the mm-hmm. Super Bowl ended, and so, somebody said to me the other day, "They go, are oh, you going to take some time off now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we leave for Indianapolis in two weeks for the combine. <laughs> going to take a lot of time. It, like it just it never ends with this league. Never ends with this league." But in in the as as but as we continue, like the, the world becomes more and more mobile, and I feel like less and less coaching staffs are going to this thing. I understand the league's blowing it up, but inside for teams, yeah. it feels like the combine's less important. Are you getting that because they can get a lot of this information that they're getting at the combine elsewhere? As we have become more of a mobile society. Well, I think Chewy knows this. I think I think really the combine, what it's really. Uh, its most important element is the medicals that they run on all the players. Mm-hmm. That, that That's now become like the central testing ground for all these guys to get tests done for all the teams. And outside of that, the drills, the times, do they need that? No. Is it helpful? Sure. Uh, are there meetings with the players there that the teams like and value? Yes. Could they do it on their own? Yes. So, yeah, uh, could I see a day where the combine doesn't happen? Yeah, that that could happen, and has it lost some of its effectiveness in Thomas? You know, to me, uh, the combine has almost turned into uh, really a football convention. It, it, it's the only time of the year when every coach, every front office member, every scout, every college player, every media member is all gathered in one place in Indianapolis, which which is what the combine now is. And, you know, I've been going to the combine for 30 years um, since the early 1990s. When I was showing up in the early 1990s, it was incredible. There were literally eight, nine, ten members of the media. They would bring the players into the lobby of the Holiday Inn Crown Plaza right over there. We, you know, we, we, we take um, little interviews, transcribe interviews with them. I mean, it's just the, the way that it's advanced and changed and evolved is, is incredible. But to me, what it really is, is a football convention. You know, you got agents meeting with teams to begin free agency. I know, I know you're not supposed to begin until March, but Hey, would you be interested? Yes. We'd be interested. What are you thinking? Oh, okay. So everybody gets a sense, a sense of what the market could be in Indianapolis. Um, I don't think they take it as far as they used to. The league is cracked down there. Uh, but like I said, it's a football convention where players get their medicals done in what is, to me, the most important element for them. Last thing for you, Adam, I have a question about the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we try to keep our eye on what's happening in the division as well. What does your gut tell you about how this situation with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins shakes out? Well, Justin Jefferson's easy. I, I think they'll get a, a deal done. He'll set a record for wide receiver deals. It'll be well north of $30 million on average per year. Um, that's what will happen with Justin Jefferson. He'll sign a new deal this offseason, I expect. Uh, Kirk Cousins, not as simple to forecast. Uh, I think there is absolutely a segment of the population or the organization that wants him back. Um, I, I think he'd like to go back in a perfect world. 
The question now is, is there an offer that materializes with another team and coach that lures him away? Does Washington, Atlanta, New England, somebody come at him with an offer where he finds it attractive to go work with Dan Quinn or Gerard Mayo or Arthur Smith or whoever that he feels like he'd like to work with going forward. Look, we're all human. Everybody wants to go where they're appreciated and valued. And so in the coming weeks here, Kirk Cousins is going to find out where he's most appreciated and valued. And that very well may be Minnesota. But it's also possible that there's another franchise that values him more. And so while there might be some division within the Vikings organization about whether or not to bring him back, it'll become readily apparent to Captain Comeback Kirk Cousins where he should go because it will be reflected in the level of interest that either Minnesota or another team has in him. Well, and of course, Justin Jefferson saying that he you know, wants to know what the future is at that position before he signs that extension. So maybe the priority is to get the Kirk yeah. Cousins thing figured out. Jane, you know what I say to that? When they're offering him five years and $158 million, <laughs> he can figure out all he wants. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying it won't matter as much as it does in this moment right now on Valentine's Day? I don't believe it will. It sounds great right now. I, I appreciate him supporting his quarterback as he should. I admire him for that. But when that money is put down on the paper in front of you and you have the chance to go sign that contract, I don't care who your quarterback is. You're going to sign in the bottom line. You don't think he will either. Adam, we <laughs> He'll be fine with Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, we appreciate you hanging out with us this morning. Have a great one. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to Adam Schefter, who joins us every week during the football season. And Adam Schefter is brought to us by our friends at the Island Resort and Casino. Plan your winter getaway to the Island Resort and Casino. Schedule a relaxing session at the Drift Spa. Enjoy gaming, casual and fine dining, and great live entertainment. Book your winter getaway. Visit islandresortandcasino.com today. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Any of those things because it exceeds... It's like... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm burping up my apple right there. That's what that was. I, was, I wasn't pausing for effect. I literally was burping right, my can apple. Can we just go to break? No, 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 no. On 94.5 ESPN. For your next night out. Make Aria, the acclaimed restaurant inside St. Kate the Arts Hotel, your dinner destination. Aria is nestled on the second floor of St. Kate. And guys, it is an artful dining experience that captivates with its culinary creativity, delighting in its offering of artisanal American cuisine. The restaurant transcends tradition and leans into the realm of playful and inventive flavors. That sounds fun. Come and experience the magic of Aria, where every bite is a work of culinary artistry. Learn more and make reservations at Aria at stkate.com. That's stkate.com. Remember, you can always watch Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on the YouTube stream. It's where you can see Adam Schefter when he joins the show. If you missed any of that appearance, you can find it on Wisconsin On Demand, wherever you get your podcasts. And in the comments on the YouTube stream, Mr. 36 says, Why does Chewy look like Where's Waldo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that was. I've heard of it. Well, but wait, I what never do you mean? read the books. 
Well, I mean, they're <laughs> not, not intended yeah. for you. No, they're not also not intended to be read. They are. <laughs> yes, also, they're probably the only book you would read. <laughs> <laughs> no, now that I Googled it, I saw that it's like, and we were talking about it in the break, the, the highlight, highlight books? Highlights, Where yeah. you mm-hmm. find the horse or find uh, Abe Lincoln. Those were great at the dentist. Oh. <laughs> right? Abe at the Lincoln dentist? just hiding me in the picture. <laughs> The yeah. hidden pictures in highlights. Yes. Yeah, those are Where's great. Waldo was very big when I was a kid. Like, yeah. like my grandma had like six of them, mm-hmm. you know, and we'd sit in the in the front patio mm-hmm. and flip through them. And I spies too. I spies. Oh, also. I spies. Yeah. I never. I could never. Wait, not that's different. The I spy is different than the one where you pull it away from your face yes. for the picture to jump out. Correct. Right? What was that called? Magic eye Optical or something like that. <laughs> that was called something. I, I have to look that one up. Uh, but you with your red striped stocking cap and your glasses, glasses and your red valentine's day sweatshirt you do kind of look like the gentleman i mean you got about 200 pounds on waldo yeah, yeah. you'd be a terrible waldo because like waldo's hard hiding. to hide yeah. yeah although he does like to hide in public places right like he likes to kind of blend can't. in i know he would he prefer yeah. again when the when i knew you left my wedding i just scanned like yeah. Uh, uh, over the top Three, of everyone. Yeah. Like, okay, yep, he must be gone. I don't see him. <laughs> Little tough. Can I ask you a dumb question real quick before we go to break? Always. Most of them are. Do you have to bring cash to Vegas still? Like, when you go to a blackjack table, can you Venmo them money, or how does that work? No, you still need the cash. Yeah. You and, still got to put cash down? And they charge yeah. you like six bucks a pop at the ATM. Really? So yeah. So you go to the ATM, you drop your card in. Don't, shouldn't they evolve? Oh, that feels dangerous. Doesn't it, it feel does? dangerous to you, start... You need you need the you need the hard cash when you're sitting down at a gambling table. I and do think. they pay you in cash yes. when you yeah. cash out? Well, no, they pay yes when you cash out. Yeah, that's old give you school. The cash. That's got to change. Not that I'm a big gambler. What? So now I have to come with my account number and my routing <laughs> my number, routing and I number? give that to the teller so they just or, direct deposit or it. Or hear me out for a minute. What if it's like a magic band at Walt Disney World? You know, you get a magic ah, I band. I charge it. Yeah, everything gets booped on your magic band. You can buy your food with it. You can buy your merch with it. Yeah, and I wonder if Vegas would do that. I, I well, think cash is just ease of use yeah. and speed. Yeah. Therefore, I can always just hand you money and you walk out. Because also, then, like you're not going to be able to go from casino to casino because there's no way yeah, all the casinos can. are going to work together with the with whatever magic band you have. The magic band only probably works at the casino you're staying at. So now I still need the cash if I end up going to a different casino and I want to eat food there or I want to gamble there. Just getting everybody to work together, cash. Okay. But like but, you say, Chu, cash, cash is king. Adam brought up a great point, guys. Can you imagine being in Vegas for nine days? Ugh, that's like New York. Three days max. Oh, really? Right? The city? You're too big for New York. Yeah. I mean, I love it. But New York was like, designed for smaller people. It's like Buddy yeah. the Elf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In New York. All right. Jen Game and Chewy rolls on right after this. Stick around.